Hello. Welcome back to Dive In with Exo Swimmer Girl Exo. I am Exo Swimmer Girl Exo, and also Catherine. And I'm Nick, Catherine's boyfriend. <laughs> and I'm and you're like, I'm Catherine. Um, we just recorded an episode and it didn't save. So this is take two. <sighs> what should we talk about this time? <laughs> no. So, okay, Nick and I were on a cute little rant. People have, so Nick and I are living together now, which is... Ex- and we're liking it. Yeah, we think we'll continue. Um, and people have asked me the question, like two questions a lot on TikTok I've gotten. are th- Were there green flags that you noticed with Nick immediately? And did he match your energy immediately? Like, has it always been like this? And I went on this whole thing. Maybe I was too long-winded. Maybe that's just the universe telling me this. Nick matched my energy. And Nick also was the only, and is the only person who's ever made me feel immediately calm in who I am. Like I think everybody takes time to get to know themselves and to feel comfortable being yourself themselves. And at least I did. And I used to use dating as like a little escape, I guess. I don't know. We're really just jumping right into it. I know. I, know. I feel like you're treating this like it's not the beginning of an episode. I am. We're one minute in. We're just in the thick of it. We're just into the thing. <laughs> Do you want to go to the thick of it? No. Into the thick of it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, back it up. We were really, like, Nick was mid saying back something so cute about me. And I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Um, yeah. It was uh, like a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was just saying. <laughs> back to the, no. So, yes, Nick and I are living together, and Nick is drinking a liquid death. Because we bought it because Cody and Noel are sponsored by them and Tiny Me Gang Studios are sponsored by them and we watch their content and we wanted to try out Liquid Death. And we like it. They're really refreshing. So go go out there and murder your thirst. Oh god. Is that that's why. <laughs> that's my ad read. <laughs> that's why. And also It's not an ad, by the way. And also yeah, he's in his influencer era. Also, while we're on the topic, we're also huge fans. And big consumers of Tiny Me Gang podcast. And if Cody and Noel are looking to add a show literally for no cost, I will pay them. I would love to be included in their list of shows. Back to the thick of it. Okay. When I met Nick, I felt like he matched my energy because we were both going like back and forth really fast. But he also like usually... We were discussing whether or not it's important... Well, I guess one of your comments was like, did you guys match each other's energy? Yeah, and and then I went on a tangent about how like, is is that necessary for a good relationship or like a good crush? And like, is that is that something that's important? And then we kind of got sidetracked because we're debating whether or not... Um, people match energies in different ways and like how how liking somebody manifests itself for different people and then you went on to a whole other tangent about i don't know green flags yeah okay so let's focus on the energy thing i'm glad i think energy wise i'm an energetic person and it when i'm getting like getting to know anyone else or when i had been dating i kind of was like I have an Aries Venus (laughs) anyway I was like I'm anything I'm excited about anything that will distract me but that doesn't mean I'm ever sustainably interested and so 
people would make me nervous, like talking to people, having crushes. They made me nervous when it came to being Catherine, which isn't sustainable for a relationship. So I recognized that right before meeting Nick and was like, okay, I have learned a lot from dating. I'm not going to date for the foreseeable future. I am not going on any dates. I am deleting Hinge. I am not talking to anyone who might know somebody. I don't want to do this anymore because I've learned a lot and now I want to practice, really practice because I didn't feel like I was, I feel like it's a bit of an imposter syndrome being comfortable with Catherine. And I was like, every time I talk to somebody, I immediately am good at being uncomfortable with Catherine. So I like am Catherine in a hat or Catherine in a different outfit or whatever. And you do wear a lot of little hats. <laughs> little hat. I, I have like those turby, anyway, turby twist, like microfiber hair towels that I use. And <laughs> I call them her little hat. <laughs> but I have one. Anyway, so I. And any lid in our household. So we have. We have so many baskets and some of them have lids. Um, whenever we are trying to like close, I don't know, whether it's Ikea Tupperware or the little wicker baskets, we say, where is his hat? <laughs> Does anyone know where his little hat is? Um, so, wait, what was it? Okay, so Nick's energy was one I wasn't used to because, um, and which is why I didn't date, I didn't want to date anymore. I noticed that dating made me uncomfortable and it led me to behavioral patterns I wasn't happy with of like kind of absolving myself from trying to be comfortable with myself. And I saw Nick's... Wait, quick question. Mm -hmm. What behavioral patterns are those? What do you mean? You just said that, I don't know, being uncomfortable yourself led you to led you to uncomfortable behavioral patterns no i thought honestly i thought this wire was falling out of the microphone and i almost just cried um i getting to know or getting excited about somebody in a dating sense like a guy in a dating sense was a perfect distraction for someone with adhd like i'm constantly being distracted and i made it a priority in my head it became a priority for me to spend time with me and so I just lost interest in dating right before meeting you because I realized dating was oh it's a task like I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing <laughs> yeah I, okay listen it's a task like okay now I have to figure out how this person likes like somebody's hair being or outfits and I know it sound it might sound crazy but for people who have ADHD it doesn't it just became a like choose your character type of thing and I was tired of being characters of Catherine and I wanted to just be comfortable with the Catherine who wasn't putting on a front and I hadn't been honestly. And so then I met, I saw Nick's video and I was like, this is literally the hottest guy. And I don't know if I had said explicitly on this podcast, my friend sent me Nick's TikTok and that is because I ended a relationship with somebody who was not my type. Like I had prior to Nick, I'd only dated like one, like really people who were like a balding, like actively balding. It was like a like decision that they said, I don't know. And really like balding, like it was a decision. <laughs> no, like it was something that was brought up. Do you Wait, know what I'm a really good diss though? Like okay. that boy was balding. Uh, okay. Like, a ch- like it was his, joy. <laughs> like it was his, like it was his passion. No. And my, my ball headed Kings. No, I dated. Okay. I, I was about to go on a weird 
weird. <laughs> well, I just kind of reminded myself if you've seen that clip of Maddie Pruitt and her. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought that I sounded like and I didn't like it. Yeah. You, uh, Grant, <laughs> um, apologizing. We're both apologizing. So I had ended a relationship with somebody who didn't look aesthetically my type. And so being single, my friends would like go out and be like, oh, is this your type? And they were all like, okay. This is my cross to bear. They were all blonde men. I hate blonde men. I'm nervous of blonde men. I'm afraid of them. And I was like, no. So all year I was describing to my friends like what my type was, specifically hair color, eye color, height, like all this stuff. And it, it sounds dumb. We would just go to a bar and be like, they'd be like, do you think that person's attractive? I'd be like, no. So my friend had sent me the next video and they were like, I think I've got it. This is your perfect type. And I'm like, oh my God, it is. He's so hot. And I felt myself get excited about a crush without even seeing the video. And I was like, no, <laughs> like this is the type of excitement where it becomes more important to me that this man likes me than I like the version of me that I'm showing him. Like I, it was all kind of like a controlled thing for me in dating. And it always has been. And I didn't want to do it anymore. But don't you think, don't you think that that was kind of what was driving me for months is like you, me needing you to like me. Yeah. Well, and you're saying, uh, that you didn't want to feel that way. No, I'm saying that because of my ADHD, I we can be different. I, we are different because of my ADHD. I can't multitask. So I like when you wanted me to like you for those months, you didn't change who you were. Like you didn't, you didn't see like, Oh, I, one time I had a video and I was describing like another type of a person and you were like, I don't start whatever. Like I was, I was making fun of West Elm Caleb and I'm like, he doesn't look like he'd start a bar fight. And I think one of the first things you said to me, you're like, I don't do that. And he does. And Nick does not. And it was a joke. And the thing is for me, I would have taken it a level with ADHD. That's different. Like I wouldn't, it's not so much change myself, but I, the hyper focus of ADHD became on getting people's attention and changing myself to do it. And you may have wanted me to, to like you, but I respect and can notice that other people have a different line than I do. Like they can do that without losing all of themselves, like without, you know, so it was what is, for the listeners. What does losing all of yourself look like? Um, well, it looks like what I'm about to do if this microphone unplugs, um, <laughs> That was funny. Like, what would you do? What would you change in order to fit a certain role, a certain Catherine that you see, you thought was desirable to other people? Other people. I just kind of like was a hypocrite. Like, I would not always practice what I preached. Like, I would. We want details. I'm trying. I'm. Sorry. I'm like. I think I just. sitting with my body and knowing when I'm comfortable or uncomfortable is something that I've never been good at doing. And so I would be in situations where I'd be like, just something about this person's vibe. Like, I don't like them. Like, I don't like them. This isn't a fun date. I want to go home. And that action would have been so hard for me. Cause I'd be like, no, I don't want, I don't want to make them feel awkward. So I'd stay someplace when I was uncomfortable. I would talk to people. And I, Cause I, it wasn't because the idea that Catherine is uncomfortable is doesn't matter as much as somebody else's comfort in a situation. Like that's how I, it's really hard to explain. It was hard to notice. Like someone would say something and I'd recognize, Hey, we're not good for each other. And I just would be like, okay, I can't wait to get home and just go. Like I was the queen of ghosting. I just couldn't deal with, it was so viscerally uncomfortable dealing with 
that I don't know how I, I, I had unpacked it in therapy and I was like, I don't know. I just think like I had like immense amount of guilt because I had ended my relationship. So I was like, I'm choosing to be here. I kind of believed that everything happened for a reason, but I also like had some like controlling tendencies where I was like, it is my job to make everybody here comfortable. It is my job to make sure this goes well. And that just was putting a lot of pressure on me, but I had, does that make, I don't know. I don't know if that's clear. I mean, that makes sense. I think like, I don't, it, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Like you're, you're a very accommodating person and you care about how other people feel in situations. And sometimes it's maybe to a fault when in dating, but like, I know that I feel the same way about my friends. Like, I'll go out of my way to make sure that everybody feels comfortable. And when you're bringing a group of people together and like, I'm always looking out for whoever might feel the most on the out. And so I don't think that's necessarily a negative quality. I think that's a cute. I I love you. I think it's a cute that like you, this is a perfect example of Nick. So like, this was a quality that in my dating life and as a young woman was a dangerous quality and a negative to me. And it was something I was ashamed of, of not being like a cool girl, not being cool. In my opinion, like a cool girl was someone who's like, no, take me or like take me to this nice place or whatever. And like had a, a girl who knows what she wants. And I did know what I wanted. Girls that are like six or no, what is it? Six feet, six figures, six inches. I won't settle for less. You know, girls who have that. This is a family show. <laughs> um, okay, so back. Okay, back to the. Can, is this why you're still in? Yeah. Okay. Basically, I was accommodating, and those were like all parts of me I was uncomfortable with or liked, and so I didn't want to date because I didn't know if I could trust myself to not be accommodating and still be uncomfortable. And it's just like little things, and it was vague, and it's whatever. Nick and me are a perfect example. Like this is a perfect example of Nick loves things about me that I don't love about myself, which I know people say is like a fixer thing. No, things that I try not to show people because I think they're like vulnerable things about me, which if you're going, in my opinion, into a relationship and being afraid of being vulnerable, which I was, um, even though I post on TikTok about being vulnerable, it's easier to say, harder to walk the walk. Um, you're not ever going to feel seen if you're afraid to show who you are. And I think I had felt afraid in all of my intimate relationships, all of my friendships. I was like, oh, I just have to be polite and I have to be liked and I have to be likable. And the only way for them to like me is for me to fully disappear. Like there's no line of like Catherine doesn't even say I am allergic to shellfish. I'm not. We go to a seafood restaurant. I would be like, I'm fine. I just and it would make me uncomfortable and all this stuff. So anyway, I immediately with Nick felt comfortable enough to be myself and practice kind of like on Bambi legs, things that I've never felt comfortable to be before, like to say, oh, I don't want to do that. And it's something that I think that grows with time because you have to trust that someone will be kind. And I had been honest about what I wanted. I was practicing all like over a year before meeting Nick and I had been met with negativity dating people. Men are like scary and not even like scary. Men are scary. And um, I had been met with like a lot of stuff that just reinforced that maybe I should just be polite and whatever. And I didn't. And so being with Nick 
has been like such a calm feeling of like feeling safe while also being like wildly into him. Like I didn't lose that crush feeling. There's a lot of stuff on TikTok where people are like, sometimes you meet the person you're supposed to be with and you don't like them at all. That exact mentality kept me in a miserable relationship for three years because I literally did not like him. But I was like, oh, this is what people tell me is supposed to be the thing. And so I guess that's it. And I ended that relationship after promising myself there has to be a way that I get the love that I want. I have to be able to be fully in love with someone and also be in a healthy relationship. And I will not settle until I try and find, I have to try. And I didn't settle and I found it with Nick. So that's like, I guess that's like the energy thing. Cause he was excited and funny and like we were both, but I just, it was an energy I'd never been with before. I just being calm, you know, I don't know if that makes any sense. That makes sense to me. Do you want to pivot to green flags? Yeah. Okay. You can't hear me. Well. Yeah, I do want to pivot to green flags. Oh, gosh. Okay. Sorry. I was just saying, yeah, and I feel like you guys couldn't hear me before. Um, were there any green flags I noticed with Nick? Yes. Uh, immediately, he made me feel comfortable. Like, I felt comfortable being myself with him immediately. And... Also, I don't know if you guys can hear me. They can. Okay. Okay. Great. So I felt immediately comfortable and I thought he was like my first my first impressions of Nick were this. Oh, it's because these are falling out of my little ears. This is hi. Sorry. My first impressions of Nick were this. He's so hot. Um, intrigue that like I wasn't like icked out or sketched out or I wasn't uncomfortable watching his video of him singing because that is like that was like the joke with my friends I was single and they were like what are you into do you like blonde men no um you know um just side tangent blonde men or blonde people even yourself included only exists in captivity they don't they don't exist in the world <laughs> okay okay Nick has watched a lot of podcasts that are mocking Andrew Tate and now he's becoming like he's trying to and I, I don't I really don't know if it's being read we're crying <laughs> I just wanted to say that I just wanted to use the word captivity oh my god oh my god can you it's fine it's fine right yeah okay <laughs> our recording setup has never been ideal um we're gonna get a mic stand so that we're not manually holding the mic and we might get a second mic can we? and yeah and then like a permanent place to put the stuff all right ba back to you okay sorry i was just attacked mauled mauled by my microphone so um yeah like people kept i don't know people kept saying like oh do you like blonde men and then a couple of men and i'm gonna say like three in a row which is three too many if you ask me different men who like exclusively used instagram to post covers of themselves singing john mayer songs or whatever talked to me and i was like i don't know that makes me uncomfortable probably because i was avoidantly attached probably because i wasn't whatever wording you want to use i don't care it made me anxious it made me viscerally anxious and usually people were like what about harry styles i don't care i don't care you're not i hate you're not harry styles it's different so I was intrigued that Nick, I still thought he was hot with that. And then the first thing Nick said to me, the first like DM, he is, still is the funniest man like I've ever met. He was so funny. I was like crying laughing. I felt like we could just get each other. And then a lot of the green flags were like universe signs, which is weird. I had like fully into manifesting, 
I think there's a p- I, we might have thrown it out in the book because like when we moved for mass, we just did Nick and I have just done so much right now. But I wrote down like my I- qualities and my ideal partner. My therapist had me do that in a t in a miserable, unhealthy relationship to see if somebody measured up. Um, and it was weird. Like I love role model Emma Chamberlain's. Well, people think Emma Chamberlain's book. I don't know if they've ever like publicly said it. Whatever. Anyway, role model is great. I love him. And his song Blind came out like a year ago or over a year ago. And I was like, I want someone to feel this way about me. And I love Forever and, and Forever and More. And then um, he had a new album drop, Death Wish, and like this new album, RX Drop, when we were together. But Nick sent me his song. Like we were just, it was so weird. Honestly, meeting Nick felt like a high of meeting someone I had known my whole life, but I just hadn't met them. And it was so weird because I'd never had that before. Um, and yeah, I mean, other green flags were like, he like down to his job, which was weird. Like things, he has like, he's a driven smart guy with like a friend group who are like span ages of him knowing them. And this is like a hot take green flag that I was like, he has a sister that was like on my list. He's, he's like capable of having female friendships, which is also important to me. He like listened to female. I think a big thing is having a sister too, but he's like, listened to like, you know how sometimes you meet a guy and like, they've never heard anything a girl has like ever said. Like you're like, do you know what I mean? Who like are a little more than a Chris Brown apologist who are like their first thing is they tell you about how he was like wronged and you're like, okay, Nick was just the opposite of that. And so, yeah, I think those were a lot of the green flags. And yeah, I like a lot of weird stuff too. Like a lot of stuff that I won't ever share on here because it's like doxing people who we love, but like similarities and like names in our families and stuff is stuff I'd never seen. So now you. Um, Green flags with you were the first thing that I noticed about you was, I don't know, just obviously visually i was wildly attracted to you even in your first video where you i think you have like i don't know whatever that infection cream on your mouth is i was like i was like she might be the one and i'm sure and i'm sure other dudes think that about her or have thought that because i've seen y'all in the comments relax um I saw one the other day and I was like, calm down. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so obviously I was very attracted to Catherine and I don't know, we were talking to one of our friends and one of my friends, one of my girlfriends was like, Catherine is so your type. And, um, Catherine is like, that kind of makes me feel like not good. Like I'm yeah. just one of many. And then Carly was like, no, that's actually good. Like it shows that it shows consistency. <laughs> and so like it matched up with what I knew I wanted. Like Catherine, I swear I I had had like dreams about her in my whole life. She just always, I don't know, like it always, she presented anyway. And she, you know, lived up to the presentation that, like the type of girl that I wanted to end up with. And I had had other relationships that didn't really measure up for one reason or the other. Um, and 
I don't know. She just struck me as very smart and like very eloquent. She knew what to say in like a calm and a kind way. I mean, sometimes you get a little heated online. <laughs> when I was canceled, I was <laughs> when you're a little rambunctious. No, not even that. Just like when you, <laughs> oh god, yeah, and you go off when you yeah. pop off. But I don't know. I just felt like you kind of all the parts of myself that I kind of feel insecure about. I view as like really big strengths in you, and I don't think that I'm very I don't know eloquent or. I don't know. Sometimes I think I'm not very smart, and I think you're very smart and very well spoken. That's so cute. As someone who like talks too fast with ADHD, anytime anyone says I'm eloquent, was like this was TikTok was the first time anyone's ever said that about me. Like commenters, and it was so weird. Nick, I think that was such a green flag to me. Nick fell in love with me for reasons no one had fallen in love with me for before. Okay, I think. Well, no, because I want to say this one thing. He was saying I want, he wants to listen to another one. I wanted to say, can you tell that Nick has a Venus in Taurus and I have a Venus in Aries? Because I was like, I just knew immediately. And you were like, yep, I methodically know what I will end up with. And things didn't measure up <laughs> like it's a giant no, scale. No, I also knew immediately. Oh, okay. I have been in love with you since the first second that I ever laid eyes on you. I had to love you and you had to love me. It was just, it took a little bit longer than maybe it needed to because you didn't notice me for a while. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I guess another thing that was a green flag in Catherine was that when we started talking, it was very, I don't know. You know how sometimes you're kind of like, what do I say? What, how do I like present the best version of myself everything was automatic everything was without thinking i'm not saying that's like the only thing that should happen but i don't know everything was just so easy and automatic like i never had to think what to say and the conversation with her just like i don't know flowed so naturally and we just kind of got each other and we kind of knew what we wanted to talk about. And it was never we like we were never crossing any lines. Um, is it weird to talk about this or that? It was just kind of, oh, of course we're talking about all these different things. And it just kind of happened in a very easy, manic way. I love you. Um yeah, I think everything was incredibly easy. And it's funny, I want to say the things of all the people I've dated, which, you know, I'm not, some people I think are are uh, like purists when it comes to dating. They're like, I, and I used to be, I, the idea of a relationship ending seemed like a failure to me until I met Nick because I'm like, oh, every relationship taught me about love in these ways to get me to meet the love of my life. I needed to go through these, that you have many loves in your life. And I want to pay respects to like, you know, I had like a, a first love too. And they were, those people were, I'm glad for all the roles my exes have had. I will say that first. I've never dated a smart guy 
ever like i've actually notably never dated somebody no i'm saying and nick like the first thing that struck me about him other than was that he's really funny and he's so smart like he's so i think you're smarter than me i've never thought that about anyone which is i'm a narcissist but you also i think you have an a little east coast polish to you that i don't know maybe maybe lends itself to presenting smarter than i do i, I feel may- like i present like a dumbass. no i think you present really smart i think but yeah i think part of the east coast might seem cold because of the you know weather and like the kennedys and i think you seem cooler well like you know like kennedys are from connecticut and that's where people think of like it's funny when you like watch the abercrombie documentary that the guy's from southern california and like literally modeled the entire store after like this weird very white very thin very racist ideal but supposedly that ideal encountered winners like it didn't encounter where the guy was from i'm not pro abercrombie i just have adhd and my adderall's worn off but uh yeah those are my green flag i had tons nick has never made me feel anything less than perfect for me and anything else has been gravy and i really didn't think this could exist and um after this weekend we saw everything everywhere all at once we're like almost at 30 minutes like we can't dive that into it oh crap really fast here but uh that movie is how i see like the world honestly and seeing so you're an optimistic nihilist i think well i just think like that's like what i went through the optimist i know with 100 percent certainty that no matter what really is going on in the universe or whatever is going to happen tomorrow meeting Nick is the best thing that has ever happened to me. And so I spent so many nights not thinking it would happen. And so I don't care if this sounds redundant, but I will continue to spend all this time reminding anyone who thinks or feels that way that it happened to me. So if it happened to me and believe me, if it happened to me, it can happen to you is what I think. I, I kind of always knew that it would happen to me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like not to be, but I did. I was like, I know, I don't know, maybe me just being an eternal optimist. I was like, everything is going to be perfect somehow. Me too. I don't know how or when, but someday I'm going to meet like the girl that takes my breath away. And I did. And... Everything is, has been just lovely ever yeah. since. I think I probably thought deep down I wanted it to. I don't think I ever lost ho- hope, but I got close of this happening because I always oh, wanted I it to. I fully lost yeah. hope. <laughs> I fully, like, it, the, my subconscious knew that it would happen, but I was so willing to, okay. to, to make compromises and be like, oh everything doesn't have to be perfect but i was like but it has to be it somehow will be um but yeah no it's pretty i was pretty down in the dumps for a sec before <laughs> yeah so that's it that's all we have to say ever about each other um honestly we have to make dinner i'm hungry and i'm probably gonna play animal crossing which that was a throwback because i got the island was afraid of my villagers being mad at me i am aware that that I'm talking about the video game Animal Crossing. And the people said to me, we haven't seen you in two months, two years and two months. 
that was when my relationship ended really like that long ago. I was like so down and sad and it was so weird. Every day with Nick is weird paralleling to how loved I feel. And I had the experience where I just didn't feel love first. doesn't mean everybody is going to have that experience, but I'm just very grateful. And I hope that that is what comes across with us sharing these little parts of us with you. Do you have any last words? <laughs> um, thank you for having me on. And yeah, maybe we'll see you next week. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know <laughs> if you'll have me. Okay, Sagittarius. <laughs> I don't know. Will you see me? It's like an invis- you see me? Am I gone? <laughs> invisibility cloak. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all for now. Uh, follow me on social media if you'd like. If not, I hope you have a wonderful week. And I love you. I'll see you next Tuesday. Goodbye.